Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. This is Elena, your host today. We have Justin, your other host, and we're so excited to have you back with a Q&A episode. Today's question is going to be, why is maintaining a good reputation important when trying to be a leader? But before we hop into that, I'll let Justin say hi to everyone, and then we can get started. Hi, everyone. And um, and um, hope everyone's doing well. Again, uh, we appreciate all the downloads and the spreading worldwide. Um, we're starting to see downloads in different places slowly. I think that's kind of fun. Um, and I appreciate everyone sharing and posting. And again, like I said, so we obviously people like what we're doing. Um, as we've spread out the new sub-series, the wows, the, um, the core value exploration, and the, um, and the leadership uh, the developing young leaders, I think we're starting to get more activity and people are finding what episodes or what type of material works for them. Maybe they go into that and it suits them and they have a question, they can find it in the Q and a, it isn't, it isn't seeming like everyone's just like, okay, let's listen in episode order. And what we're finding is I think people have questions and they're going in and they find a question and they listen to the episode initially. So I encourage everyone, if you have a question, ask it to the group through Instagram. And if you don't have a question that, I mean, if you have a question that we can possibly answer or that has been answered, I think there's probably an episode out there. And again, more questions within that question, we'll do part twos on a lot of these questions as time goes on. So thank you everyone. So the question at hand, um, will you give it to me again, Elena, just so I have it clearly? Yes. Why is maintaining a good reputation important when trying to be a leader? Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking somewhat about character and we're talking about a lifetime of character and building a reputation. And it's hard, right? Because we make a lot of mistakes and we shed layers and we expand our minds and become different people. So in that process, um, we have to be able to get focused, think about the things that are important to us and, and what is the person that we want to be truly, like it, that's true to us. I could say I, I'm just bizarre, I wanna be an NBA player. Maybe it would have been possible, I would have worked really hard and, and whatever I could have taken the steps to do it, but it's that, and, but that's not my reputation. Okay. My reputation would be no matter what I do, I want to be seen as a good, hardworking human that always tries to do the best for humans. Okay. Now in that pursuit of my good reputation, I have a bad reputation that comes along with it. 
that is just the way that it is and a bad character that goes along with it. Because no matter how much I do or how much good I feel that I'm doing, there's always people out there that have a different opinion or feel that good should be done in a different way. And to them, I'm going to be bad. Okay. That's a hard reality. It's extremely hard for me. I don't like that word. It is used a lot. People misunderstand, um, you know, especially when I'm like in the plant-based protein business, but I don't believe the plant-based protein is the end all to be all solution. Okay. There's a contradiction there for people like, is it or isn't? Well, I think all can exist. We need diverse sources of food and plant-based protein. It's obviously being consumed. People are looking for it. So yes, it should be part of the protein and the diet right now. I'm not saying no, but people can get so upset because I can fall in an area or argue a point or see it from both sides and find a middle ground. In food, especially, uh, we take a lot of extremes to make a point or an argument. And so having a good reputation is balance. Can I listen to both sides? Can I have the intellect to work through this situation or do a 360 degree um, review? That's a good reputation. It's not whether I do the right thing every time because I try to do the right thing every time. I don't always do the right thing every time. I can, as we heard about in the blame game, we can accidentally trip over people's past and it turns out bad. You may look like a bad person. It's misconstrued. You're misunderstood. Being misunderstood, guys, especially when you're a high-beaming superstar leader, entrepreneur, always on fire, you burn people. It's hard. It's accidental, but you are on fire. And people get burned by those who are on fire because we are so on fire. We are so vulnerable. We are so attractive and so hot that people come to us. And, you know, we don't go towards people's comfort. We are driven, that fire burns by going to uncomfortable things. And so our reputation can be skewed. It can be misunderstood. We can look hard. We can look bad. We can look evil. Okay. I don't want that for anyone. But I think if you genuinely lead for humans and you lead long enough and, and you have a disciplined side to working hard, um, but also a fun side to being vulnerable and open and understanding with the people you work with, there is a balance there. And those are your two boundaries of your life to provide a good reputation. Because <clears throat> we're talking about character. And it doesn't mean that our character can't change or we can't do things, <clears throat> small little things, to make astounding character changes. Too many people think they have a bad reputation, something, or want a good reputation, something, and do really, really big extremes to get people to believe it. But it becomes unbelievable because it's so big, we can't possibly maintain it. That's why you need to start off with little things. Don't look for big deals. It takes at least 18 months to form a habit. At least. No joke. So New Year's resolution, it's kind of funny because humans and what we know and and at least what I've seen in my own abilities and training from from humans from 22 to 80 and making sure that the human continues to grow so they're useful and have value in their life and purpose for themselves and can generate money for all their generations and their legacy. It's about being able to do the small things and learn the small things every day to get to that greatness.
one day at a time, but not overwhelmingly. And so if you have a reputation of getting things done and moving things along and having discipline, that's a good reputation. It doesn't matter sometimes if I'm working on my temper or I'm working on whether I should do whatever. If you're leading by example and you have the discipline to lead and you have good intent and you treat people well and you hold them accountable, the truth in that will shine in the long run. But it doesn't just happen and people are skeptical and they don't believe it and they don't see the pattern in its entirety from you, they only see pieces initially because they're scared of the pieces or a piece rubs them wrong or from their past rubs them wrong. So how do you build a reputation and why is it important? It's always knowing it's a long game. No matter what tweak you're making, no matter how you're doing it, no matter what person you want to be, you're making a tweak. But honestly, you have to make it because it's true to you. If someone else is telling you to do it or whatever, again, a criticism and advice, it's great and you should work on improving yourself. But you need to weigh truly what, how it reflects in the long run for you and what you want for your life. And so, you know, if it were me and I'm going to ask Elena what she would want to have as a good reputation, but this is mine. Okay. And it goes back. If you look on my Instagram, like I want to be seen as a good leader, hard, soft, um, in, in between all those things, times all are necessary. Times, it's even times I have to be an asshole. I know it strategically. I know sometimes I lose my temper. I know when I have to do it strategically. It's not a good tool. I never want to use it. It's not a practice I'm proud of. But sometimes you just, people have to respond. They have to know that how serious this is. They're losing tens of thousands every day. You know, we just had an incident yesterday where we made a mistake. It was a house payment. Seriously, a down payment on a house. Like, it's just like, and so if you're coaching someone and you just told them to do something over and over again, yet they're not doing it, sometimes they need to know how serious you are. And I'm not saying be an asshole and be abusive or call names, but you need to have a reputation that you're going to hold and toe the line and that there's not a way to take advantage of you. I'm sorry, but at some point as a leader, you have to be the boss. And if someone's going to fight someone or argue in your organization or in your community or wherever you're a leader, at some point you need to be the one to say, okay, it's that bad. Come talk to me. If you want to fight someone or argue with someone, argue with me. I'm the boss. Let's hash this out. That's a good reputation. And no matter how hard soft you are, you have a reputation that you will deal with it and that you will get to it, whether they like it or not. And that's respect. That you're fair with everyone the same way, but you're always just. So that's, for me, the biggest thing. Um, I want to be seen as that um, to humans, a leader. Um, I want to be seen um, of having to have built a good legacy for humankind. They have tools for my, my family. They have, they have money. They have the tools to continue to build another generation. This podcast. Um, and then, of course, like I said, the legacy. But my family is very important. And when I talk about family, I don't have kids of my own. I have stepdaughters. Um, but So I'm talking about them. But I'm also talking about, obviously, my clan and who my family is. But I'm really talking about my FSP, Primal Rock, Better With Bacon Fat, Grown Strong family also. Because all the legacies 
and all the people that have been here 24 years or people that will be here 24 years in the future, all of their families depend on us. So, you know, having the good reputation is that they know that no matter what, whether it was a bad client, bad vendor, bad bank, bad whatever, that I had their back no matter what because they had mine and they have this businesses. And yes, I will throw out a client and I have a reputation of getting angry with a client and never doing business with them again. Yep, you mistreat my employees, you mistreat my managers. At some point, yeah, you're done. I don't care how much money you're bringing in the door. And it's including some of our biggest clients right now that we've done business for years. We are being very mistreated in food service right now because of COVID, uh, particularly in healthcare, particularly after 24 years of service, particularly after putting all of our employees at risk. And we were way more at risk than doctors. Doctors wouldn't even get near the patients. They wanted the nurses to do it. They wanted the food service people to actually go all the way up to the food and help feed the patients. The food service employees did it and still went to work and did it. But yet we've forgotten all this now because people are so upset at the food businesses because of what the government has done to the food chain and people can't get resources and people aren't showing up to work. So we're having problems meeting numbers. It's reality guys. And we can hire all we want, but we don't have food service and we didn't train and then we're not allowing in the immigrants to fill the gaps. So what is my reputation? I'm going to never give up period. So sometimes never giving up means you have to be mean. And so if I have a reputation of being mean, I guarantee if someone looked back, they know I was with conviction and it's with trying to move things along and save food service and food and the jobs that we have and better with bacon fat and grown shrunk anytime. And what I mean by save it, I mean, save food in the long run. I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about the future I see for us to be able to survive in food. We've got to do things differently as a whole. So what reputation am I going to have? I'm not looking, my version of good is that I did good, not that someone else viewed me as good. And so, Elena, sorry, I asked you to talk and then I kept talking. I got to work on that, but as my leadership skills. But no, what are that's your thoughts? Okay. I think it's all really interesting. Um, and it's definitely a little different than I maybe thought of it at first when I heard the question. I think, you know, reputation can mean so many different things. Um, whether you're talking about your reputation in business or your reputation just with those who follow you on social media, all these different things. Um, so when I heard the question, I kind of thought, you know, we see so many leaders and big businesses and corporations and CEOs, especially in this time of since COVID's been around, which now has been two years, I think, which is so crazy because it feels so quick and so slow all at once. But I think, you know, during that time um, and just around the election and so many different things, so many leaders of these big corporations um, have really diminish their reputation for different reasons. And I know with like the BLM movement that happened, so many people were, you know, boycotting different businesses and different companies. And I think literally just a few days ago, there's this huge conspiracy going on about the company Carhartt. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but they do like hats and jackets and for outdoors 
our absolutely all the stuff i grew up on the farm back yeah, in the day exactly all popular. the outdoors yeah. you know hunting clothes and just fishing gear all these different things and there it's so crazy because one situation i, I believe the reason people are boycotting is they're going to vaccinate their employees or require proof of vaccination which I don't want to get into all the politics of it, but I don't even know if that's an individual decision because I'm pretty sure it was ruled by either the Supreme Court or someone else that big companies had to do that. But regardless of the fact, what was so crazy is, you know, one situation that started probably with one tweet or one Facebook status or one whatever spread and spread and spread like wildfire throughout, you know, just 48 hours. And then you have all these people burning their Carhartt gear, throwing it in the trash, doing all of these things. and just off of, you know, one little spark. And they always say, which is so cliche, one little spark starts fire. And I think that's so true, especially when you're thinking of reputation, right? Because a big company, you know, whether you have a small brand or a huge corporation, I think reputation really means so much to your business success too, because like I just said, you know, with Carhartt, and then they had this whole situation with Nike a few years ago and all these different companies that go through this at different times. Um, you know, it's so important to maintain that reputation. And really we talked about corporate responsibility and personal responsibility a few episodes ago. And I think all of that really comes together, especially when we're thinking of reputation, because, you know, for example, Justin, let's say you post something really, you know, what's the word that I'm looking for? My pregnancy brain makes it hard sometimes to think of words, but you post something really controversial, right? And then someone sees that and they share it and they make a negative comment, right? And then they share it and they make a negative comment and it goes and goes and goes until, you know, your clients see it and they're like, oh, well, we don't want to be associated with X, Y, and Z. So maybe we need to not work with this company anymore. That's just an example of how things spread so quick and how rep damaged reputations can really interfere with your business being successful. And we see it in huge corporations. And I mean, in smaller brands, I'm sure maybe you don't see it as much because, you know, if Sally Sue owns a little t-shirt company in South Georgia, people are in the small town might be like, oh, we're not shopping with her business anymore. But people in like North Dakota or California probably would never hear of her reputation. But when you're talking about big corporations, Nike, Carhartt, all these different things, those damaged reputations end up damaging their business success in the long run. So that's kind of the way I thought about the question. So it was interesting how you thought about the question with like your employees and all of that. Um, I think there's a lot of different ways to view it, but that's was my take on it. Yeah. And I love what you said, Elaine. And I think it's 100% true um, that your reputation can cause bad things to happen very quickly in a spark. Um, and Carhartt and the interesting is it's a very emotional response. And social media, we have to understand, relies on the ex explosion of, of, of group mentality or mob mentality. It's catering to that. Even if it's something good that's happy, like a happy birthday picture, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, it grabs onto the mob mentality part of the brain, okay? And no matter what it is, that's why that reputation is moving because mob mentality and human beings, we're built to gossip. That's why we communicate. It's how we run our businesses because the fact that we can gossip and tell stories about each other and describe things is the whole reason we're higher beings, okay? Or higher animals on the planet, if you will, in that way, mentally. 
you know, mentally maybe the most advanced, not physically. Obviously, they're stronger animals than us. So, um, but having a good reputation and what you're talking about um, as a company um, is what is going to happen. And this is unfortunate, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I promised I wouldn't do this, but I can't hold my tongue, and I just want to say it. And I'm not bad mouthing business because I think what I'm trying to do here is get entrepreneurs and business people to realize that they're leaders and be the freedom fighters of tomorrow um, because they can. But the problem with what I'm saying is this, and it irks me to say this, and I've had friends that also had, I want to emphasize had, as I've changed and, and done things and become more intelligent by expanding my brain. Um, there are a lot of people that are in business and have a lot of negative connotations with the business that they're doing. The impacts are negative. The, 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 by which they make people rich are negative and how fast they drop down. There's just a lot of things that we don't take responsibility in. And corporations, guys, I don't care what business they're in, the bigger they get. Um, people's, people are able to hide their insecurities in a corporation. And they are able to make little small decisions that have huge influence and rally troops around insecurities. And it's a fault of a corporation. And, and I see it all the time. Like I have a bad opinion of someone's personality that's a vendor and that contract with that person is gone. That person and that family that provided ketchup to that healthcare client for two, 27 years is now out of business because a new guy came into business and he didn't like the way it was delivered. And because the person had been always doing it that way for 27 years, they said, no, I've been always told to do it this way. And the person in charge in the hospital is like, oh, well, that person is being insubordinate trying to tell me what to do. And I'm in my new job and I need to prove myself. And next thing you know, that client just lost 27. And not only that, they got a worse client. Like I got to tell you, our ketchup or condiment person in the example of this, it's a worse client. The quality's worse. The safety's worse. The plant's worse. I get it. It's a little bit cheaper. It's worse. Like the documentation worse, but yet personal opinion in a corporation just costs that family job. And when we do that, or we go after a corporation like Carhartt, great. You know, lives matter everyone's lives matter let's bankrupt the whole company what about all the people that you just made collateral damage seriously okay some executive made this decision and made the announcement maybe they made a mistake but you just hung the whole company all the jobs all the employees all the food on the table all the college dreams of every child in that company and we we wield this power and we blow our reputations because I will tell you, history is going to look back on us and look how reckless we were with our power. We are going to be a generation of it's, it's too much. We want too much. And we don't take what we already have and make adjustments that are necessary. We swing way out of the park and we make such strong adjustments that we can't go back. And if I have to say it again, I will look at covering women's face in Muslim countries. It has never gone back thousands of years later. Eating pork, still in Judaism and Islam, it's still tied to religion, all because most likely listeria in the desert. 
or whatever. Sorry, um, not Listeria. Um, whatever I'll think of it. Sorry, bad example. It's wrong word. That was false. Um, God, I'll think of it. Whatever. That's in pigs when it's not refrigerated. So the parasites that are in pigs. Yeah, there's pit parasites, and then there's uh, whatever. There's some bacteria, but. I can't think of it right now, so sorry, guys. I threw that out there, and I'm going to have to fact-check myself. Um, anyway, I'll think of it eventually. Um, but if Lisa Harris is listening in from FSP, she's probably rolling her eyes at me that I don't know what it's called because we protect a facility from it every day. Um, either way, but these are the things I'm talking about. There's certain things that we bring into habit or we put into culture that we can't take back. And we do it to protect people, but it becomes part of the cultural norm. And to Elena's point, censorship in our social media is becoming one of those things. And when I talked about mad mentality, bad negative things get mom mentality faster. We're more attracted to a crisis, especially when it's not ours, because we don't have to fight or flight. So we get to just watch someone else have to deal with fight or flight, and that's entertaining to us. So what I'm saying is, as a person who posts on social media, just about leadership, you can look. There are some of my leadership posts that get center, censored and I can't post them. They'll hit a censorship and I got to repost or I got to rewrite or they don't like the photo. I don't know why, but leadership is a censored topic. I will tell you it is. It makes you think. And I am in the United States. And I have posts that are censored. And if you read my posts, you can see that they are pretty non-aggressive in terms of controversy. Are they aggressive in terms of getting people to move their behinds and be leaders? Yeah, that's it. That's the concern. So what happened to me? Turn up the volume on my reputation in terms of pushing leadership, I see obviously that there's a pushback on it. It's scary to me. And if I didn't see it with my own eyes, I would not believe it. And I would not say it on this podcast. I would not open my mouth. It's too scary for me to say something like that. But I will tell you, it does happen to me. Not with the podcast. I've never ran into anything like that. But on social media, yeah, I get there's things that happen across the board, TikTok, all those things, even had to do a new TikTok account. Kicked me right off the account when I was starting to do a bunch of leadership stuff and launch it about a year ago. So I started all over again. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but very weird. But you can figure TikToks, the Chinese leadership's an individual thing. I can be a conspiracy theorist. No proof. I'm just playing this scenario. But my reputation at the end of the day matters. So regardless of what everyone else is doing, I don't want to be looked at as the person that went along with what everyone else did during this time or fell into what everyone else was saying or, or mob mentality because we were shooting it out of a cannon because of social media. I'm trying to get the mob mentality and I fight every day with my leadership posts or this podcast to pull back the positivity, to pull back the individualism and the thinking and, and pull back all of it. 
like I get it, unions and social groups, they're all very important and so are corporations. But if there's no moral and ethics and good reputation in there uh, for the human and for the animals and for the plants and the environment, it's really not much of a reputation. And if you can't think holistically about all of those things, there is no reputation to be had in the future as a company, if we're gonna talk about that, or as a person. If I don't start aligning my health, the way that I eat, the way that I live around a, being a better human and making sure there's better humans for humanity and better leaders for the future, there is not gonna be anyone possible of leading, number one. And two, we're gonna have nothing to eat except for each other, which we could do that, I guess, as well. But that would be a little bit going backwards in terms of equal rights for everyone. So thanks, Elena. I appreciate everyone. I hope that gets everyone to think pretty deeply about really what does reputation mean in the long run, because it doesn't mean anything in an instant to one person or to a newspaper or to someone's opinion on the Internet. It means something over a lifetime. And if your name is stamped into history, it really means something over a legacy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening in. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Please leave us any feedback on our Instagram or Facebook, which we'll link in the description. You can also send us in any questions you would like for us to go over on the podcast. And until next time, have a great week. Bye.